Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, I hear the I hear the pollen count might might be manageable, so I might be able to breathe this weekend. Oh, that's that's good. That's that that's always that's always a plus. Uh, this this is how you know you're not a B. Is is you are <laughs> you, the, you? I'm not super hyped about pollen. <laughs> yeah, but like the but like the B weather reporters are like ah pollen counts are up to this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the podcast about Brandon and Travis. Brandon and Travis talking about B culture and B society. <laughs> I don't I don't feel like B culture is getting enough representation. You know, although I I will say when I was a kid, bees they had a bad rap. And and realistically, I mean there I don't think there were positive messages at all about bees. No, but, I I can't I can't think of a time that you know, I was I'd, I'd be sitting in elementary school and we'd have, you know, a bee police officer coming in and talk to us. <laughs> You know, like how how you know how are we supposed to relate or 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 really start to appreciate them? How are we not supposed to be afraid of them if if we're not if we're not having them talk to us as kids? Yeah, and I mean, Honey Nut Cheerios were only okay. All right, like I mean, as far as Cheerios go, huge upgrade, but they're no Cap and Crunch. When I, when right? I when I was a kid, I wanted that little that little that little honeycomb wand that the bee had that he that he touched all the cheerios with like that what a cool little what a cool little bee honey wand i'm pretty sure you can buy that at like any kitchen supply store just in case you want to make your childhood dreams come true oh <laughs> uh, yeah uh, all right well welcome to apathetic enthusiasm we are not here to talk about bees this not, week not anymore uh, it, although if that is something you'd like us to cover on a future episode <laughs> be sure to let us know over on twitter at apathusiast uh, i am at Juggalmino. Brandon, you're at Steve Heeb. Yes. Uh, Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. If you want to connect on Facebook, Instagram is Apathetic underscore Enthusiasm. Send us an email at ApatheticEnthusiasmShow at gmail.com. And then you can find this podcast and our other podcasts and a little else over on our website, ApatheticEnthusiasm.com. Brandon, uh, yes. what, is, what is on your mind? What is... What is really grinding your gears this week? <laughs> this is what grinds my gears. So I, I, was, I was reading in the news today that uh, some scientists put out a report that say that suggests that octopus are an alien life form, like not if, not not alien to land. That they are probably actually some kind like, of alien, like not from this planet. Yes, not from Earth. Uh, Earth as how, we know it. Uh, how it, crazy would that be? Like that they've just always been here. I, 
every time I go to the zoo here in Omaha, there's like an aquarium in the zoo and they have one octopus in a tank. And I'm always fascinated by it because he's like very often hiding in maybe the one blind spot in the whole tank. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he, yeah. he does. He's like, I don't feel like putting on a show for you right now. <laughs> uh but they're such they're such crazy like creatures and i've heard i've heard a lot of like uh podcasts and different different articles and things that talk about just how intelligent an octopus really is yeah so it's it's kind of i don't know it's mind boggling yeah right and and this the the article that's talking about this report says that even it's what they what most people think is its distant ancestor as far as fossil records go it doesn't share the same dna as its <laughs> as its ancestors so the, the, what they're positing is that they don't know where the dna from this from octopus came from and that it could in fact be uh not of this not of this world which is super interesting to me you know cuz like just the way their their nervous system works is not like most things how crazy smart they are um i've I've talked about their their nervous system before which is super fascinating to me where they they you know their brain sends signals but their tentacles are kind of have you know minds of their own so like the signals go out and then the tentacles are like oh thanks for that information now we're gonna do our own thing Thanks for the advice, brain. It's not. It's not like it's not two way communication. It's like it's like when you're messing with with fiber, you know, on your on your computer at work. You know, you have you have the <laughs> fiber that goes and you have the fiber that comes in. That's how that's how most brains work. But octopus only have the the one way. That's a perfect example. Thank you, Brandon. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, well, what, well what, speaking what of aliens and, and, and outer space, uh, I, I would like to roll right into a, a game that oh. has taken taken up our attention uh, for the last several days anyway. Uh, it's a game that is near and dear to early, early alpha stages, uh, but it's called Astroneer. And... It's a game that I've had downloaded for a really long time. I think it came in one of my first Humble Bundle monthlies. Mm-hmm. And I played it a little bit. The game has gotten better over time. But as we were looking for something that we could play co-op that didn't involve uh, unknown players and battlegrounds. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we gave it a shot. And and what, what, were your, what were your early thoughts on the game, Brandon? My early thoughts, yeah. Well, so uh, you may have explained this just a little bit, but so so Astroneers is is an alpha, and in, in fact, it is a science fiction adventure game about interplanetary exploration and aerospace industry, developed by at ses underscore dev, which is on Twitter. Um, yeah, it's. It, I guess it's been out. I guess you said it's been out a couple of years, but it's basically what my. my I don't know if it's, I don't even know if it's been that long, but I mean, it's been. It's been around for a little while, uh, at least close to a year. Yeah, they've been working on it. Um, but it's a, it's essentially Minecraft in space. I mean, for the most part, yeah. It's 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 early Minecraft. Yeah. Uh, uh, when I first started playing it, you could pretty much uh, you had the terrain tool. You could dig some things. You could make <laughs> some holes, uh, and then there were some other like very basic like tools or or or. Uh, like things you could build, but uh, they've they've added a lot. They've added a lot of like research, and uh, they added a whole system for you to unlock new items. So yeah. you explore the planet, you research minerals and things like that, and that gives you like these credits that let you unlock new things to make your your space port like a little bit nicer and be able to do I don't know Rip. more stuff. More stuff, yeah. But one of the things that they added to the game that definitely was not in it when I first started playing is is this co-op feature, right? Which yeah. uh, it's still, I mean, it's still not super advanced. Like I had, I have to load the game on my computer and then invite you to it, and it has to be running on my computer for you to be able to play it. So it's not stored on some third-party server. You're just entering my game, which means I left the game on for like <laughs> three days straight, just 
I, I think you probably played more on my computer that time than I did. Yeah, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of games that are like that, and and I, I think that maybe we don't we don't play a lot of we don't play a lot of games that aren't uh, PUBG <laughs> t- together, or That's, or like I mean Overwatch or, or like a major like you know major game studio releases it and has dedicated servers. Right, right, exactly. Like uh, Seven Days to Die. Uh, there's another one that that I played. Most of these games, you know, they they can't afford dedicated servers. So usually, uh, I find somebody who wants to run a dedicated server or a dedicated instance of the game forever and ever and ever. And then I go in there and I, I get tired of the game. I get exhausted, and then uh, then they're like, "Oh, ready to play now?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm done." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that really is. Uh, and and that and what I want to talk more about Astroneer, but I I. I want to use it as a mechanism to talk about play styles. The, the differences in our play styles because <laughs> I, I find it very interesting. And and this is a game that really allows you, uh, much like Minecraft, uh, to play it the way you want to play it. Right? You can you can spend a lot of time and move really quickly to unlock as much equipment and and stuff as possible, or you can go exploring and unlock very minimal stuff, but just have enough resources and things to be able to survive as you move further and further away from your, your base camp. Uh, and, and I think we kind of did a little bit of both early on as we started playing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about play styles here, uh, but I don't want to, I don't want to talk about what my play style is. I want to talk about our observations of each other's play styles as a okay. as a way to right. advance the conversation, right? Be- I, I I'm way into this right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. uh, be- because because we we you know as in everything in our lives we see ourselves a certain way and we see our, our ourselves doing things or or reacting to certain situations differently than 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 what other people and outside observer thinks about us. So. Without it, without having been said, as as an example, uh, my my boss recently said to me that I was, um, what, what did he say? That I was uh, perfectionist, or per, something? yeah, like a perfectionist or <laughs> or uh, not devious, but like planning. It, oh, okay. He said he said he said something like that or calculating. He called me calculating <laughs> at, at work. Uh, and I was like, nah, I, I, I try to do this, uh, kind of, um, you know, uh, planned impulse where I'm like, yeah, okay, well that's good enough. Let's, let's, let's move forward. Uh, and, and then a couple days later, he's like, you say you're not a perfectionist, but you're a, you, you are, you, you, <laughs> you, you want things to be better than what you, you get. want. You're always striving to make <laughs> things better. Um, you, 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 you are willing to turn out a product. Uh, when it hasn't reached that point, but you you want to continue to improve it. Yeah, yeah. All right. This well, podcast is a terrific example. <laughs> um, okay, so so Travis, with that in mind, why don't why don't you start us off? In as in Minecraft in Astroneer, I have a I have a I have a play style. What is your observation of how I play these games? So I'm gonna use additional information I have from other games that you've played or that we've played together. Uh, but I, I tend to see you as um, more of a sprinter than a wanderer. Um, if you, if there is any sort of concrete uh, goal or mission within the game, I feel like you are very uh, set on completing that or, 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 or reaching it as efficiently as possible. So, um with with Astroneer it's a little bit more open ended as far as gaming's uh, or games in general go and you can you can kind of choose your own path and as soon as you saw in the game that there was a whole catalog of items that you could unlock and all you had to do was research things to get these bites and then as <laughs> soon as you had bites you could you could make like you were set you were setting your your goal and you're like i'm finding things to research i'm i'm going to make this as efficient and quick as possible so that i can unlock things but only things that will make it 
easier and faster for me to research more so that I can get more things. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just like, it was like this whole like, and so I'm like way off in a cave somewhere and you're like, Oh, look at all these bites I'm getting. Oh, look at all this stuff I'm researching. <laughs> oh. And then like within a couple hours, you're like, well, we've pretty much finished the game because look at all, I mean, I pretty much got everything unlocked. Like I think we're done. Uh, so you're just like, how quickly can I beat this game? Even if the game is open-ended and doesn't really have an ending, you're like, how quick can I get to the finish? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I Fallout mean, 4, you did like a speed run the first time you played. The only time I played. I, I, <laughs> I, I beat it and I was done with it. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're you're right, and I think we've talked about <laughs> we talked about it on on this before. You know, with with uh, single with a, with a through line, a storyline to a game. If I'm if I'm investing my time into the game, I want to make sure I, I go through the game, and there's there's no there's as little breaks in the game as possible because I don't want to come back to it later and then be like, oh, what are the controls, or oh, I don't. Oh, do I want to keep going with this? Like having to like reacquaint myself with this this world and try to reinsert myself into this world. I don't like having to do that, right? Um, right. Games like games like Astroneer and and Minecraft and um, Stark Starcraft Civ. There there are the there's these little bits of learning curve. Sim City, little bits of learning curve. Like okay, where where, where is it? But you know. That since it is open world and there's not a story you have to abide by, you're like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not trying to figure out what my character's history is. It doesn't matter. I don't have a history. I'm just a spaceman <laughs> yep. building a just, planet. Just generic spaceman. Generic spaceman. Uh, and so now the the research stuff, absolutely, absolutely, because I. You know, I want, you know, there. I have to have goals for myself. I, have, <laughs> I know, and the, I know you. And there's little goals, and um, one of the things I was noticing playing the game was like, uh, and I noticed it more so in Astroneer, um, in a little bit in Seven Days to Die. And I know you, I don't play that, but uh, I find myself like, I'll, I'll I'll be focused on a goal. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna research this. I'm gonna find out how to make this, and while I'm doing that. I, I realize, oh, there's there's this other thing that I have to do in order to get to the research here that makes it easier to get to this research. And then I so I, I switch to objective B to get that done. And then while I'm in the middle of objective B, I'm like, okay, well, if I objective B is a good idea, but objective C over here is actually actually helps me get to objective B faster and will help other people get to objective B faster. So I should do objective C first. So I do see, then I so then I notice like D E F. I'm like, okay, those, those, are, those <laughs> you just keep distracting yourself with other objectives. Those are those are those are quick kills. I do, I do those quick kills. Okay, now I'm back to B. Uh, okay, now B is is going on to A. But I notice like D point two, right? <laughs> and, and and so it's kind of how I I am at work. Really, is <laughs> all these mini goals and, and building up to like the the bigger picture. Uh, and I just, it, I'm just, I'm just all over the place. I'm all over the place, like with a big picture in mind, but also smaller tasks. It's, it's weird. That's weird. That's how, that's how I feel about myself. Anyway, I, 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 I can see that. I, I, I observe those, those characteristics in your play style. Yeah. And, 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 and one of the, and one of the really funny things about this game, especially the, the co-op aspect of it is, so there's like, I, I would for lack of a better term, call it currency, but you have these bytes that you store up from getting the research and that's what you use to unlock the new items. Well, it's not based on a particular player. It is a communal pot of bytes, right? So so what you research next, what you spend those bytes on uh, should be a, a joint decision unless someone just completely yields the decision-making process over to the other person and i feel like for the most part we uh we handled that uh in a civil way and and i realized <laughs> as i'm like spelunking through a cave and finding dead astronauts like 
you're up there feverishly like trying to unlock things and, and reroute power to other research ports and stuff. And so I was just like, yeah, you go for it. You research what you need up there. Uh, can I put in a plug for a Rover? That's all I'm saying. Just if we could get a vehicle bay going at some point, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you, in order to build a Rover, you have to, you know, you build like a vehicle bay and, and I, part of my, I give Travis full credit because you can build a vehicle, then put a crane on a vehicle, a crane with a drill head, and then that drill head can dig into the the soil. And then like it takes the soil and puts it in little canisters. And then you take the canisters over to this uh, soil mineral refinery. And so it extracts a specific mineral from these canisters of soil. Well, so, so Travis found, figured this out and uh, I was just like sucking soil into my little vacuum and it was taking forever. <laughs> it, it, it was the equivalent of you like going out with a shovel by hand and trying to to get up <laughs> enough dirt to, to, to produce resources. And I'm like, why don't we use a giant tractor instead? Right. Uh, but you're like, but we need these batteries. We got to have these batteries. And, 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 I, and I didn't, and, and that's the thing is I didn't know, I, I didn't want to invest the money because I didn't know if I invested the money that that was going to be a capability that we could do. Uh, so, so I'm trying to be frugal with our bites. That's a currency <laughs> trying to be frugal. Like what, what you sh- bite pinching astronaut you. <laughs> um, anyway, so then Travis figured out, I'm like, Oh shoot. And then I found a mountain and I just kept like making road trips to and from the mountain <laughs> It just just so much soil, so much soil, so much soil. Uh, so so I I want to know now yeah. on the flip side, how you would describe my play style, based on this and I guess any other game we've played in the past. Yeah. Um. So I'll I will use. Uh. I mean, you're you're kind of uh, kind of the opposite than me. Like we we played a way out, and I. I feel like you would have been okay if we had taken our time a little bit more instead of beating it in, in three days. Uh, I think it was three, three days. I was like, maybe let's get this. Let's get, come on, Travis. What are we doing right now? Let's play a way out. Let's do it. Let's do it. it." Um, you know, you're, you're, uh, you know, fallout, fallout four. We use that example since it's another game that we both played. You're like, okay, let me going to walk over here. Oh, check out this side quest. Okay. Still never beat that game. <laughs> okay. Uh all right, I want to you know what? Let me let me help this outpost over here. Okay. Oh, what's this? Oh, this all oh, this environment's pretty. Oh. Oh, there's there's base building in this game? Oh, oh, let me get some let me get some requirements. Let me build up this <laughs> uh Oh, wait. No, let's 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 actually reconfigure the architecture of this building so that it has a more aesthetic appeal. And meanwhile, I'm like, okay, what is the most efficient way to beat this game? <laughs> uh, You're like sneaking through everything, <laughs> and like, uh, which perks should I get? Okay, this one helps me kill things faster. Great. Um, uh, so so then so as far as Minecraft, like the few times that we've played Minecraft together, uh, you are very, um. I'm sloppy, right? Like I am like I look I look at the back of your your room right now. All your all your stuff is is lined up nice and neat. You probably have a little feather duster that I'm not seeing in the back there. You do, don't you? <laughs> uh I have I have canned air. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same thing. Um I haven't used canned air for a while because it has the bitter taste to it now. But <laughs> uh yeah, so every everything is lined up for you, nice and neat and orderly. Mine is organized by category yeah. <laughs> and motion picture genre occasionally. In 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 Minecraft, you have there's so much stuff you can do in Minecraft, and you I can go if we started a server together. Uh, I would I could leave for a couple hours. I'd come back and you'd have like this nice, nice one bedroom apartment. With a working refrigerator, where you press <laughs> where you press the button, and underneath the floor there's a contraption that brings a fresh piece of chicken, cooked chicken, to it, and it dispenses it to to you. So you press the button, refrigerator pops out some chicken, and then you're like, 
oh, also look at the wall. I I created this this uh piece of art. Is it you're like you're like interior designing this this nice house? Oh no, I do that in every game. Yeah, every time I play Minecraft, <laughs> I'm like picking the carpet yeah. and like making sure that the I I'll respawn a picture on a wall countless times until I get the one that I want. <laughs> uh yeah it's yeah it's it's a sickness like like I, I i'm in recovery from <laughs> minecraft i i we're the we're the odd couple i am the messy one where i know where everything is it, it, it's just cluttered but i know where everything is and you're like in astroneers you take a platform and if it's if it's like slightly at an angle to the platform next to it you're like this isn't gonna happen i have to spend 20 minutes fixing it <laughs> You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm like adjusting it in the minutia <laughs> to make sure that they're kind of parallel to each other. Oh, oh, this ground isn't perfectly flat. Let me let me YouTube how to make flat ground. <laughs> right? That's 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 what you do. <laughs> you yeah. There's a, there's a button for it. You built you built a wall. Okay, you built a wall around a, a half ass wall around the base, and that's the thing <laughs> that most surprised me about about your play style is I know in your heart that that's not good enough for you i, I, I don't know like why you better. haven't finished it because <laughs> <laughs> i had a busy weekend and i haven't been able to play this that's week. that's the one thing that you want to finish when you come back to the game you're like no actually it's not there's a lot of things i would like to keep working on in the game yeah. including uh getting space bound and and, and building some ships yes. to allow us to to reach some other planets and that was that was my that was that was my goal that's what i was trying to get to us to yesterday um while i left the game on all day for you while i was like gone for eight hours and then (laughs) sleeping and yeah yeah uh so 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 this money thing uh anyways is that is that accurate about you (laughs) but i i think that's pretty accurate so for minecraft i ruined the game for myself because i spent months meticulously planning and building these uh dungeons in in a shared server so that i could surprise the people that i played with with like a legends of zelda like dungeon crawling adventure and i had all this like redstone contraptions and i like built enemies at the end of dungeons and had all these scrolls hidden places that added a storyline to the whole thing (laughs) and after doing all of that i was like i need to i need a focus on my degree like i i need to i need to give this up for a little while and and really it's just it's one of those games where i i admire people who can build amazingly huge things but i always like playing survival in minecraft versus uh creative because i feel like it cheapens the game if you just have access to everything yeah um i like to work for it but i also really want to take those things that i worked for and make them look cool and look interactive and like when you walk in it looks like it looks like a little bit of uh, attention a little bit of care was put into it a little bit of myself <laughs> right 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 uh i want i want to break some news on here and because we're talking about minecraft i was having a conversation on friday with some people from work because they were having a minecraft discussion yeah and i was talking about the house that i built on a server that was Sort of with the first um, the first server I hosted myself, and it had like eight or ten people from work on it. And I built this really elaborate house with a courtyard in the center. It was two-story. <laughs> there were trees. There was a river going through the courtyard uh. with a bridge over it. And at the far end of the courtyard was a giant Donkey Kong painting on the side of the staircases that went upstairs. Uh, and I never told anybody this. But that was how I hid all of my Minecraft treasures from the other people uh, on the server is there was a door hidden behind that Donkey Kong painting <laughs> that you could only open by dropping an item into the water and having it flow down under the bridge and it would hit a switch, which would open the door. It was like the most elaborate, like booby trapped hidden door to hide my dungeon of like unique items because while i enjoy playing with other people i don't always fully trust them and and occasionally would hide my diamonds and things from uh other players i i i agree and i completely understand i completely understand that but i picture the brandon version of that being all right there's a dirt pile over there and i dug (laughs) two blocks deep and then just shoved all my stuff in there 
and then I covered it with two blocks of dirt. That's no one will find it. You're 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 not wrong, but I wouldn't. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, come on, give me a little bit more credit. I wouldn't put it under dirt, and I wouldn't be just two blocks down. I would I would like <laughs> I would dig I would dig <laughs> just straight down, so far down, and then I would uh, I'd put my <laughs> I'd, I'd put something there. I'd put my, a chest there, and I'd build a tunnel that goes like. 40 yards west <laughs> which eventually which eventually comes out of the ground and i'd mark it with some with a torch <laughs> there'd just be this random torch in the middle of nowhere <laughs> like yeah no one's ever gonna find that's it that's it that is it um uh but, but yeah it, you know um we, you you mentioned me like trying to find the most efficient way to, to get money to get currency to get these bites uh one of the one of the ways to get well, the way to get bites in this game is by researching stuff. So that's, you know, you can reach research minerals. You can research, um, like ore. there's like copper, there's aluminum, there's titanium, um, some uh, coal. And then, the, uh, in order to re- get more, to do the research, you need more power. And so Travis mentions the batteries. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, at nighttime, all we have there's only solar and there's wind, and wind is kind of finicky. So all you have is solar, so you have to like charge batteries or anything. Okay, anyway, uh, each each mineral has a amount of bites you can get from it. Uh, so I found, and Travis and I this we share this part of ourselves. We both f- immediately found the Astroneers wiki to yeah <laughs> uh, to, to look stuff like up. without discussing it we're just both like oh there's a wiki all right we'll we'll be we'll live <laughs> here now yeah and so so i went on there and i found what the uh what the mineral that gave us the most bites was and i found out that it was titanium which neither of us had found and I'm like okay oh well, shoot and then travis had gone to bed i'm like where is titanium where can i find titanium oh a trade post so i bought a trade post uh and then i i and I traded aluminum for some like, titanium. And then I worked for like two hours getting so much titanium <laughs> to 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 make to make more money. Um, but that involved a lot of soil. So this trek back to the back and forth to the mountain. Eventually, cause cause the rover idea was a really good idea. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna build this badass this badass rover, a large <laughs> rover. I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a crane on the rover. Cause, cause Travis had built one where I was just like towing it with a different car. This badass big rover crane, uh, big solar panel, big battery, uh, 24 canisters of soil. <laughs> I was, I was, it was, it's all I needed. And I, I drove this and this was yesterday <laughs> afternoon. I drove it to the mountain, my, my harvest spot. I got out of the rover and the rover fucking dissolved into the ground and disappeared. It just it just disappeared into the ground. And then uh there was like some weird clipping and uh I could see I could see the the rover like through like a little uh sliver of 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 like a window into the ground and there's a cavern underneath my feet like Okay, okay, I see it, uh, but I'm also I'm losing oxygen because there's I'm losing because it was your source of oxygen because it was my and source. Now of it's oxygen. fallen into the planet. So I'm like, oh crap! So I run back, I run back to our home base. Uh, I actually die right before I get the home base because uh, I, I ran out of oxygen. Okay, I respawn. I drive a different car out to get it. I I dig into the ground. I get all the way to it. I I, I get there. I get it out of the hole. I'm like, okay, cool. Whoo, I did it. Did I got it. Oh, I'm so lucky. I drive it out of the hole. I go around the corner to a different harvest spot. Like, all right, let's do this. I get out. That son of a bitch falls into the <laughs> ground again. The just the ground eats it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it disappears. No nowhere to be seen. No trace. So I, I run to the other car. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm like looking for it. I'm looking for it everywhere. Uh, I find a hole in the ground, like a, a, an entrance to the, a cavern. So I drive the car into it. I'm like looking around, and then the car, uh, <laughs> like, it's it the battery dies, and then it goes in like goes over like a little ledge, and then I'm like, 
oh shoot so i'm like i have to get back to base so i start running and i dive oxygen <laughs> so i grab a different car and i go back um anyways needless, needless to say did, I, did you lose three rovers i did i did yesterday? i lost oh, i lost gosh. three rovers i know where they oh, are gosh <laughs> yeah i mean i mean you know the area i know so they're i know where two of the three are <laughs> Um, the, 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 my, my badass Rover, it's gone. It's just, I can't find it anywhere. Operation Rover rescue. That'll be our, our play style for the, for next weekend. And, and that, and that's when I decided I'm done with this game for now because, <laughs> because like I invested so much time, got so far and then only for it to be like, yeah, actually, sorry. Uh, the ground hates giant, gigantic, badass rovers. So, so I guess that brings up uh, my next series of questions that I have for you, uh, and and that is your opinion in general of these early alpha style games that you know more so even than like PUBG, which was in pre-release for like over a year and one still one of the most popular games on Steam before it ever hit its actual original release these really early games when they have like bugs like that, like, are you, are you excited to play an early release game or do you find that you're often more standoffish until the game is, is a little bit more complete? It's a, it's a good question. I, I didn't use, I've always been kind of leery of like early access and alpha and, and, and beta games. Uh, when I was in Korea um, uh, with, with Zach He'd always he'd always want to play you know these these early access games or and uh, our, our other friend um, uh, <laughs> Rad Black Rabak is Corey Rabak. Uh, anyway, so they always wanted to play these like oh this game's coming out let's let's play it. And I'm like ah, I don't I don't want to play an early release game. I don't want to. I just want I want to play a game that's not broken coming out. And then every once in a while they'd convince me, and I'd say okay, I'll, we'll get uh, Star topia or, or or whatever it's called and then it was in a complete game and there was bugs abound and i got would spend a lot of time building stuff and then and then it messes up and i'm like well of course it messed up because it's a fucking early access game <laughs> uh so then i'm like okay let me let me swear it off for now eventually they'd convince me again and I, the the pattern would would would, would continue um and so with Astroneer, this this one, like we we put so much time in, and and we noticed we noticed every once in a while, like like uh, dissolving into the ground and acting kind of like a trampoline every once in a while, like mm-hmm. glitching here and yeah. there. Uh, and so I was like, oh, that's the worst of it. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, and and then and then my rubber disappeared, and I'm like, well, that's that's kind of a game changer. Because because now now from here on mentally I don't know if I go out to go try to get soil with a big ass car if my car is going to disappear again yeah I don't want to I don't want to risk that so I probably which, won't do which it. is really interesting considering the latest update was the rover update where they were supposed to have fixed a bunch of stuff with the rovers there were all these issues previously and they added a new like mini rover and all these things and it was really like the the promotional video for this update was all about rovers and the, the cool things you could do with them yeah uh I, and and you know i mean i've i've dealt with some software development and there are occasionally things that you don't a hundred percent solve yeah uh sure before before you get something out there but i i completely understand your frustration and building this awesome mega car <laughs> and then immediately losing it to the abyss. Yeah. Like, uh, like that, I, that's, I had a guy, I had a guy, I had a guy on the front and he was playing a guitar, just shredding. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't fall. I don't fall. Furiosa the, is just like <laughs> charging across yeah. the, the wasteland. And, and I don't, uh, I'm not mad at the developers at all. Like I, I know, I knew that buying the game, I, that it was going to have bugs, bugs to it. Um, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Really. It's just, I will come back to it when it's at a later state in a couple, you know, a couple months down the road where I know that that particular one has been fixed. Right. And that's always something interesting to me too. I've, I've checked in on the, this is probably the third time really that I've checked in on this game. And 
there are noticeable improvements mm -hmm. each time I've, I've revisited it. Um, but being that it is one of those games that doesn't have a set storyline or a set like objective, it, the, the gameplay is essentially the same. You know, you go in, you, you, now you, you have a little bit more structure with the bites and the research and, and having to unlock things sort of in sequence, but, uh, for the most part, it's, it's open-ended and I can see, I definitely understand the people that are really hooked on the game and. I went over to the Astroneer subreddit and I saw all these people that are doing really interesting things and, you know, posting their, oh, check it out. I, I was able to to launch to the satellite that you, uh, that you actually like is the menu screen because it actually exists within the, the space and things like that. So, yeah. um, you know, it's cool and uh, I'm in, I'm enjoying it and I haven't lost any rovers into the ground yet personally. <laughs> so well, that know, part of it isn't tainted for me. I know where you can find a couple. Yeah, we could we could probably look. Them yeah, up. just just go by my harvest site, and you'll you'll know exactly <laughs> where where they are. <laughs> so, are there are there any other games maybe that you you tried in early access, and maybe you were like skeptical of, and then turned out to really impress you, or um, it's a game that you're actually you know fan favorite of? Yeah, uh, I, I I mentioned I mentioned already, but Seven Days to Die is, you know, I, I keep wanting to go back to it uh, because I had I had a I had a, a good time, and it and, you know it was, it's it was an it's an alpha I think it was for for a long time I I I bought it after it'd been out for a year or two, and so by the time I came to it, it was a pretty solid solid state game. There were there were bugs here, like if you built a motorcycle. Uh, and you and you rode it. You couldn't go too fast because if you went too fast, it would it would slingshot you, and then the <laughs> the bike would would disappear. It would, <laughs> it would it would be gone. Uh, but you know it it had base building aspect to it, and I could build a badass zombie uh fort. Like okay, uh, there's there's ledges here, and and the 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 pillars are are laced with spikes, and I'll build a little 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 moat around my house so when the zombies come seven days by the way is when the, the horde comes so the night of the seventh the seventh night the, you basically it's just like a horde and the horde comes at, at your house so you have to have defenses um now now if you if you can you survive that night or is it just ha to see how long you survive yeah like, yeah is it, an, an, is, it, it is death inevitable or i mean can you actually you can you can you can survive. Basically, you can survive as as it. It's not it's not a. They do have modes where you die and you're dead, but uh, the game is pretty much if you die, then you just respawn at your at your house. So it doesn't okay. it doesn't matter. Like seven days to die. That it's no just saying it's just saying seven days. That's when the horde is going to come okay. again. So fourteenth right. day, twenty first day, so on and so forth. I you know those little bugs that you talk about, like those are pretty common in most alpha games, I think, uh, or even like betas and even like PUBG, almost six months past official release. <laughs> you e still get e some ready. serious bugs. Uh, <laughs> but I have to say, and, and this is something I didn't fully appreciate until I built my, my PC last year is the variety with games in early access and you get these really small studios or maybe it's only a couple of people that are developing a game and it, they're trying something that a major developer just wouldn't take a risk on, right? Like Minecraft is arguably one of the biggest games in the last 10 years. Yeah. Biggest indie and, game. <laughs> and if it hadn't been for Notch being like, "Hey, let me let me see what happens if I build these squares and kind of kind of throw this together," and then it just kept building off of that, like it never would have happened. And if he didn't have the support of people that that bought the game in alpha and beta, mm -hmm. it 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 wouldn't have gotten to the point where it is now. So I, there's the aspect of supporting developers and and being like, "Hey, if you're going to put this thing out there and try something new that's interesting." Yeah, I'm going to support you. But also just I'm not always looking for the next Call of Duty, Black Ops, 
four or you know ea you know generic title that they're throwing out i i want to try new experiences and i want to i want to do something that's a little bit different and i feel like you you see that more in indie titles than you do in in some of the more big ticket stuff so i don't i don't mind the bugs if it means that i'm getting a unique play experience that i wouldn't wouldn't have from like a major polished developer right yeah i i think that my thing is i'm willing to do some of these early access games play play them if i'm playing with somebody else um or if or if it's based off a recommendation uh so slay the spire is an early access game and we got that recommendation from ryan elder the composer for rick and morty here let me let me pick that name up for you yeah 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 uh but you know uh, man crush and and i love him and and (laughs) hope he'll be my friend forever um (laughs) i'm i'm watching his house right now uh, on on the other monitor just kidding i I don't have another monitor um (laughs) he's on my main monitor uh anyway so so Slay, slay the spire is an early access game but that 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 game here's a here's a difference it doesn't seem like an early access game it seems like a complete game right now that just doesn't have certain features set up for it so it's like they they established the base game and they're like this is this is the core gaming experience and it's a complete core gaming experience with as 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 few bugs as, as we can manage and they're not game breaking uh and then future updates we're going to tweak some stuff but add more functionality uh now with that game granted it is a much simpler game than something like Astroneers where there's you know uh, Slay the Spire is is a card building game essentially a card building yeah, adventure you don't game. have like dynamic physics with you know rebuildable textures and right right know, count a planet's worth of polygons and all these things uh exactly exactly but my point kind of stands in that it's a it is a self-contained experience there is a beginning and end to the game um, and that, and that's that's my thing. If I want, if I'm gonna buy games, then I, you know, like for the most part, I want to experience the entire game, and I don't want to go going back to how I play games. I want the goal, and I want to get to the end of the goal. And if something is game breaking and hampers me from getting that goal, then that that makes that makes total sense to me. And uh, like my kid watches a lot of YouTube videos of like gamers playing different uh games on youtube and he watches like the you know five nights at freddy's and then like uh hello neighbor was big for a while he Mm -hmm. was watching that and then now uh bendy and the ink machine is a game that he's he keeps watching uh like the fgtv guy uh and uh (laughs) that game appears to be releasing in chapters where it's it's got for the most part it seems like a fundamental premise to it but it was a very short experience early on and then he keeps adding more to it in 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 like chapters right so uh but i i i only have like uh uh sort of tangential whatever uh (laughs) understanding of the game i'm not like sitting down watching these videos but i feel like it's off the rails a little bit when i go in and like some of these things i'm like is this is this a cohesive story or are they just like oh crap we got to come up with another chapter so people keep (laughs) playing our game uh let's let's add a goofy character to it or whatever like i don't know uh which is fine you know good for the developers and people are interested in it uh but yeah i get the idea of having a cohesive like experience you don't you don't want to feel like they're building the game as you're playing it necessarily you want to have at least the baseline of it uh for the most part figured out yeah yeah and uh but you know it's early access so you know if if you're if you're going in early access no matter who you are you have to you have to go in both feet knowing well, my my feet might dissolve into the ground, and I might fall into a cavern along with and, my rubber. And, and and realistically, from a business standpoint, if you have a really great idea for a game, 
and you can't afford to make the the full version of it that you want, it makes sense to build the best aspect of it and put it out there in early access and be like, hey, hopefully people will like this. And then they'll give me money so I can keep working on the uh, rest of it. Uh, this, this is, this, we're, we're going, we're going back in old conversations now when we get back to Kickstarter and, the, oh yeah. And the most expensive early access game ever made, uh, whatever, like wing, the wing commander, uh, spiritual sequel, the one that you have, what, what is that? Oh, um, yeah, I, I have it. Space it says lore. R- God, uh, <laughs> yeah, it just says RSI launcher, but that's Robertson space industries, which is the company that makes it. <laughs> um, let me check my email. Instead of actually opening the freaking game, while you, while while you look it up, yeah, like the the one where they're like, oh, here's our Kickstarter goal. We made our Kickstarter goal. Now here's our extended Kickstarter goal, and they're up to like fifty kicks extended Star kick- Citizen. Star Citizen. Is that the one? Is that the one you're talking that's, about? Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly the one. Uh, we're like, oh, you spend another two hundred bucks, and you you'll get a ship eventually, and yeah. So a Star Citizen. I bought the game, right? Yeah. But I bought it on like a cheapo weekend or something where they were trying to promote the game before another version of the beta came out. And I bought like the most basic package. It had like the wimpiest ship you could buy (laughs) and it didn't include the like single player like on rails experience or whatever, the actual campaign mode. Because I just want to try it out. I kind of wanted to test my system. Um, I had that one of those HOTAS uh, joysticks and I was like, hey, cool. Let me see if I can fly the spaceship with it. Uh, the keys did not map correctly and I still <laughs> haven't had much success with it because I bought a, a cheap joystick. Uh, and and yeah, so I haven't played it a whole bunch, but I and some people that's their jam. They're really into it. They want to play that and nothing else. They want to go fly a spaceship around and do bounty missions and things like that. Uh, and then spend hundreds of real dollars on fake ships. And that's the part where I'm always like, yep, I'm out. No, I would <laughs> rather spend hundreds of real dollars on a real car that I can drive to and from the job that I have that gives me more of those real dollars. Right. And, and, and no, and no money shaming here. I mean, if you have the money and you want to spend it on things that that's, you know, yeah, good. you should support this podcast at patreon.com slash Morty Pod. You should do that. Um but yeah, I mean I mean I, I just I just don't I just don't that's not my what motivates me to spend my money on. Um cl- clearly neither is early access stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no but wrong. I mean the game looked really interesting and I was watching these videos and they they were showing how you could be up on like a spaceport or like a um yeah. like a satellite and like go all the way down to a planet and the planet was fully explorable to scale. Um, And when people are doing that sort of stuff where like it's open world or open universe and it scales to that level, like that's, that's pretty impressive stuff. Uh, So I, I haven't witnessed it too much firsthand because I can't seem to work uh, how to fly my ship effectively, but uh the idea seems good. So <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, anyway, so I, I, when it comes to astroneers, you know, if if you are a a Minecraft lover, if you are a kind of survivalist, building, uh, exploring, mining type person, then you, you you'll you'll enjoy the game. I, I I think. And when it when it is when more functionality is there. They fix more of the bugs. I think it's I think it's a, a solid a solid game. I I think that now that I know all the research and, and how to get to all the research, honestly, I, I I think we can it may be a day game at the most. Uh but when it comes down to it, like when it comes to meandering and and you know, building your refrigerator with chicken, that's that's <laughs> that's when the game takes a little bit longer, right? Yeah. That's where that's where you uh, get your money's worth. When you get when you get those chicken refrigerators happening, then you know, <laughs> then you know you've really settled it. A uh, couple couple of other notes before we before we sign off here. Uh, as as we have done many times in the past, we tend to review movies, especially major 
superhero movies on this podcast. It's sort of major of superhero movie and uh, a, a a somewhat major superhero movie released this weekend. Uh, Deadpool two hit theaters, uh, and unfortunately, uh, neither of us have seen it. Nope. I, I don't know that you're incredibly uh, eager to go see it based on your uh, n- not well, not well, overly ecstatic review of of the first Deadpool movie. Yeah. So if you want to, if I want, if I want to do a, a real quick overview of of having rewatched Deadpool, I liked it better up on second viewing um, because I, I understood more of just. It's it's a small scale movie. It, it, it is. Uh, my my problem was always it, when we talked about it on the Deadpool episode, even that it was the leaked trailer of Deadpool, but stretched out over an hour and a half movie, and and so yeah. so that that was my that was part of my gripe was well they just they just ex- expanded that and that's not what I wanted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But upon reviewing, I I, I like it and I, I and I do want to see Deadpool. I I may I, I think I'll see it in the theater. I think I'm gonna drag Chelsea to to do it. Um, I'm 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 ecstatic at the opportunity to uh, finally use my movie pass a little bit this week. I'm gonna have a have a little bit of time off uh, over the long weekend, and yeah. uh, so I, I fully expect to go see Deadpool two, and then and uh, definitely definitely gonna go see Solo, Solo. Uh, over over the next two weeks. So, so- uh, bold bold prediction here. Uh, on the next episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm, we'll probably have uh, a couple of movies worth talking about. Yeah, yeah. And, and so so to answer your question, Justin Mendoza, J1, as we call you, uh, over on Twitter, who says, any chance for a Deadpool 2 podcast? Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I, think, I think it's safe to say that in two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, once, it's, once, it's, once the excitement is like. good and faded and... And, and nobody cares like, anymore. Everybody's already seen it. Uh, we won't. We won't do the typical like, "Hey, you should go see this movie review." But maybe we'll. Maybe we'll find something a little bit uh, more uh, deep <laughs> to talk about. Reviewy. Some some, <laughs> some some deep cuts. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, last last thing I want to say is if you're not caught up with Westworld season two, you should be caught up with Westworld season two. Uh, the last episode, the, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but they go to Shogun World, which is a thing. Uh, I'm not sure if you watched the episode, Travis. It doesn't matter. All, all I want to say about it is that it does a really good job. If if you know anything about uh, Akira Kurosawa and uh, the um, you know like Magnificent Seven, which was back in the day, uh, Seven Samurai, and how Seven Samurai inspired these you know magnificent seven as this kind of western and and uh it's interesting how in westworld they kind of do that but in reverse a little bit like how how westworld is inspired shogun world uh so okay that that is interesting yeah uh so so keep an eye out keep an eye out for that that mirror if you will yeah okay uh well that's that puts us at about an hour my friend so yes, uh let's let's call this podcast good and done thank you so much to everyone that has been listening uh if if you haven't gotten a chance yet uh over on Apple Podcasts if you could go and and shoot a review for this this podcast and if you already have thank you so much for doing that uh also tell tell your friends tell your neighbor tell your uh, I don't tell your teacher. I don't know. I don't know who who you tell about podcasts. <laughs> tell, but tell uh, if you are enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with somebody. Uh, help get the word out so that we can uh, in- increase the listenership. And 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 if you have anything that you want to talk about whatsoever, hit us up over on Twitter at Apathusiast and let us know topics that you're interested in. Because uh, yeah, there's a good chance we're at least semi-interested in it as well and, and we'd be happy to talk about it that's absolutely right and if you want to know more about astroneer you can hit him up on twitter at astroneer game i mentioned uh the ses underscore dev as well they're the ones who developed it and it's on steam so hey ha- have a- have agi not a sponsor um but you know if definitely they, not if they want if, if you know astroneer game if you want to send us some some free keys so we can pass out to, to people you know the the, yeah. the five people listening. You know, happy but, to do it by all means. 
Uh, All right. Well, that's it for this week. And until next week, I'm Travis. Hey, I'm Brandon. Thanks for listening. Oh, goodbye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.